Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is Lee Habib, and this is Our American Stories, and we tell stories about everything here on this show, from the arts to sports, and from business to history, and everything in between, including your stories. Send them to ouramericanstories.com. They're some of our favorites. Overcoming physical tragedy is no small task, and it's important to hear stories of those that live everyday life well and beautifully with a handicap. Today, we have Hayden Perkins' story. Hayden lives here in Oxford with his wife, Jessica, his three college-age sons, and four-year-old daughter. Here's Hayden. I'm a pediatric dentist, so I went to a couple of extra years, two extra years of training after dental school. And um, then I went through the whole board certification and stuff like that, so I'm board certified. I grew up in a little small town, a little small farm town called Hollandale, Mississippi over in the Delta. One of my earliest memories was my dad. There's an old cemetery on Lake Washington outside of Glen Allen where we, I pretty much grew up out there. My my grandparents owned a lot of farmland around there. And so we were on Lake Washington. My, my dad's aunts both lived on Lake Washington. His mother died during childbirth. So his aunts basically raised him, and so they lived out there. And so he took care of them, you know, as he got older. But when I was like 
maybe like 18 months old, his father died. And I remember I probably like two and a half or three, but being at the cemetery and, you know, throwing a ball or something like that. And, and then him hugging me and crying. And I, that was probably like my, probably the earliest memory. My mom was kind of the disciplinarian. She was very, very tough. We didn't have like big family discussions and things like that, but we were close enough to where, you know, if we were having a problem, you know, we could, my parents were just working and busy and, but certainly later in life, you know, after I got hurt and things like that, that definitely helped me open up to them a lot more, you know, about things. I was um, I was 15 years old. It was uh, November 9th, 1991. I'm just sitting in the living room or something, and my best friend, Jessica Sullivan, she had this little mutt dog named Rascal, and it didn't have any hair. I mean, it was just it. I mean, it probably should have been put down years before <laughs> all this happened, but. Her dad was a farmer and he found it running around the farm one day and brought it home. One problem it has, it had seizures all the time. And so she called me crying, freaking out. Rascal's having a seizure. Can you take me to, to the vet? I'm like, yeah, I'll come get you. So she didn't have her license yet. So I went and got her and dropped her off. And we went to the vet and then her boyfriend, his name was uh, Duke McCory dropped her off at her boyfriend's house. I headed home and I stopped in Wayside, got some gas and some chips or something. And that's, I think that's what I remember. I, di I didn't put my seatbelt back on. And I was driving a, a Mitsubishi Montero. It was kind of a newer vehicle, kind of the new thing Mitsubishi was putting out. It was an SUV, but they were real tall and boxy. It was a kind of an overcast, real windy. I got about four or five, miles down the road and I think I, I reached down to change the radio station or something and a big gust of wind hit me and blew me off the road and when I tried to come back on I that the there was a big lip when I tried to come back on and it, they think the like the front tire blew out or it just caught and so I just turned sideways and and just started flipping and I've Went out the windshield, bounced down the road a couple hundred yards and ended up in a ditch. There was a vehicle coming towards me that stopped. And then I mean, just by some miracle, there was a sheriff about two miles behind me. And he started out as an EMT. And so when they found me, I was in a ditch I was complete, my body was completely contorted and twisted. So, and I wasn't breathing because of my diaphragm, I mean, you can't breathe like that. And he knew to, he told the other guy to grab my legs and he grabbed my shoulders and they just, you know, they just wrenched me back. And as soon as they did, I, they said, you know, I started breathing and I kind of came to and, and I was kind of in and out, you know, laying there. But I did, I did remember sitting up you know, and then realizing, you know, and trying to just get up and realizing, you know, I couldn't move my legs. And so I just laid back down. They ended up taking me to, to the hospital in Greenville and then transporting me to Jackson. You know, you go through a denial stage for a while and, the, you know, the doctors don't want to don't want to tell you, you know, it's it's 100%, it's permanent, it's, you know, you're never going to walk again, you know, so they always try to give you some good things, and there are people that get hurt, and six months after, and a year after, you know, they start getting, you know, movement, and feeling back and stuff, but, so there was always that, that hope, that prayer, like, please let me start feeling, let me start walking, you know, it was a couple of, probably a couple of years before I gave up on that. It was tough in the sense that, you know, you're, you're 15. I think I was more embarrassed about being in a wheelchair. I mean, I remember my parents taking me back to school 
you know, about my first day going back to school. It was just, it was just tough. And you can only imagine what that must be like. And we love telling these stories because you hear them right from the person themselves. And I know Hayden, he's my daughter's dentist and he doesn't know it, but the guy's one of my heroes, the way he's lived his life. And when we come back, we'll continue with Hayden Perkins' story after these messages. This is Our American Stories. Folks, if you love the great American stories we tell and love America like we do, we're asking you to become a part of the Our American Stories family. If you agree that America is a good and great country, please make a donation. A monthly gift of $17.76 is fast becoming a favorite option for supporters. Go to OurAmericanStories.com now and go to the donate button and help us keep the great American stories coming. That's OurAmericanStories.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the campaign moment right now, wherever you're listening. And we continue with our American stories, and we've been listening to Hayden Perkins' story. He's a pediatric dentist right here in Oxford, Mississippi, where we broadcast. We left off with Hayden telling us about his car accident that had led him to his life without the use of his legs. We return to Hayden. You know, you're 15 and you're dating girls, and that part was kind of hard in the beginning, I guess. 
Now, you know, I, my support base was awesome. My friends were awesome. The school, everybody. I mean, you know, my friends never, you know, skipped a beat. They didn't allow me to not be involved and, you know, not do things. I mean, they'd just grab me and pick me up and throw me in the boat, you know, if we're going hunting. And, you know, that was a big help. Because it was just, you know, that first year or two, probably my freshman and sophomore year where, I mean, you know, I just had a tough time. But something, I guess, just kind of clicked. And I basically was like, you know what, you can sit around feeling sorry for yourself and wishing, you know, what have been, you know, what could have been and whatever, or you can move on and make the best of it. I kind of did, and I never looked back, really. Um, a lot of people can't get over it, can't get past things like that, and I was just able to, and I have people ask me all the time, you know, you know I guess hint around about, well, if you could change things, what would be... And honestly, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go back and change it. It just, I think it kind of makes me, made me who I am. It's who I am. I'm, you know, Hayden Perkins, I'm the guy in the wheelchair. I mean, it just, I, I just, and I don't, I can't tell you the last time I thought about it. I mean, it's just the part of me. You know, I might, if I'm rolling around, I get, you know, my front wheel gets stuck on a rug or something, and I, you know, I kind of fall forward or something, you know, I might cuss and throw the rug around but I don't I don't think you know God if it wasn't for the stupid wheelchair if I wasn't in this wheelchair I mean that never comes into play it's just a part of me I don't see it's like when I when I see somebody else in a wheelchair I think that person's in a wheelchair but I don't it, I, ne- I never see or I never never see myself in a wheelchair I don't, I don't know it's hard to it's kind of hard to explain you know, like going back to, you know, if I could go back and change things, I wouldn't. I mean, I think it was part of what was supposed to happen. You know, I was, I didn't make good, didn't really care about my grades. And, you know, I was, you know, kind of the athlete and got most handsome and, you know, had the pretty girlfriend. And I don't think I was headed to a path to where I would be right now if it would not happen i'm 100 percent convinced on it. i don't know where i'd be but i'm i know that for sure and it made me i think the whole injury and all of it helped to make me i guess maybe a fighter i don't give up on things i don't take no for if i get my head around something now you know i'm pretty darn determined when i was in started college you know i was trying to figure out what i wanted to do and you know, I don't even remember who said it. it was like, well, you know, computer science and all that stuff was just kind of getting revved up and you could, you know, make a lot of money, you know, and, you know, you, you, you can sit there, you, you can sit at a desk, work on computers, it's perfect, and they make a lot of money. I was like, okay. So I started out in computer science and I took my first calculus class and computer programming class and I was like, yeah, no. And then I had a... I was home for something, and I had a dental appointment with my dentist in Greenville. You know, we got to talking. I we I don't think we talked about me being a dentist, but that was when I decided, you know, this was, this was right up my alley. I like hanging around people and taking care of people, and dentists pretty much sit down all day long. So I, I'm going to do that. And so I started, you know, changed my major, and... You know, I had to really work hard, really had to study hard, you know, and I had people, well, you know, my parents even, well, I mean, you know, you need to have a backup plan. You know, what if you don't get in? And I, there was no backup plan. Uh, that's what I was going to do, and I was, I was, I was going to get in. It was summer break, so I was home for the summer. My friend, Jessica Sullivan, she, you know, always had a bunch of girls. One of them was... Jessica, Jessica Wood at the time. Anyway, and we had nobody had ever met her before, and I remember she coming out. And she had this little green dress on, and everybody was, and of course, you know, we're guys are all in the car, you know. Golly, who's that? I don't know. I guess we kind of hit it off that night, and we ended up starting dating almost immediately after that. You know, I knew there were a, probably a, a lot of people in college that 
me being in a wheelchair kind of would have been, you know, a problem. Would have been a an issue, you know, for Dayton or Marianne or I don't think she ever saw it either. She'd never allow me to use it, you know, as an excuse or I don't ever remember it even coming up and talking about it. So we got married in May of 1995. 1995. So I was a I was a junior. She was a senior. So I was studying ecology one night because right, I had changed my major to biology and pre-med. And so we were studying and she calls me and says, you know, I, I think I might be pregnant. And I was like, what? And I was like, I just remember being like, okay. All right. Not irritated. Not irritated that she was, she was saying that she was pregnant, but I was like, she's not pregnant. And I'm irritated. I got to stop studying. I got to go to Walmart and get a pregnancy test and go over to her house. So went in Walmart, you know, and I'm, you know, of course, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm like on that aisle looking and so I get a pregnancy test and and I go over and I'm, I'd gotten out of a wheelchair. I'm sitting on my couch. She, you know, goes to the bathroom, comes back and, and she hands it to me and it has a plus on it. And I remember us. It was the weirdest, I don't know, just a, a spontaneous response. We both just started dying out laughing. We just laughed hysterically. And then and then it kind of hit us. All right, well, what are we going to do? You know, there were a lot of stages in my life that got me kind of to where I am, and that was kind of, that was probably the, the next big one that really lit a fire under me and catapulted me, you know, to do even study even harder and do even better because it was it was kind of real then and it you know we say it all the time when we talk about it. I mean, it it matured us probably we grew up real real fast I think they were just kind of wake up calls being in a wheelchair or when I got hurt and then of course you know, you know getting told that you're about to have a newborn baby and you're not not married and you're you know you're in college and it kind of changes things you know I think I would think back on it now and you know I'm just like I don't know how the hell we did it but we did and I think when you're younger like that you just it's just different like if I had to go back and do it all now at my age I just there's I couldn't do it but you're just kind of in survival mode trying to get to the trying to get to that next step you know, when I got in dental school, I mean, she got pregnant again. Spring of my freshman year of dental school, we had twins. You know, a lot of people would say, you know, God, how in the heck did you do dental school? And, you know, you had a two-year-old and twin newborns, and we just did it. It was life. We were just, you know. Working every day, Jessica was working, and I was basically had a full time job with dental school, and you, know, you just made time for your family when you could. And, and looking back on it, it was fine. It was not that. It didn't. I guess it didn't seem that bad. And my goodness, what storytelling and what a voice! He talked about the fact that he could sit around feeling sorry for himself, wishing what might have been, or you can get on with things. When we come back, we continue the story of Hayden Perkins, a real-life hero story here on Our American Stories. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment... Oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. And we continue here with Our American Stories in our final segment of Hayden Perkins' story. He's a pediatric dentist that at the age of 15 was in a horrible accident that paralyzed him from the waist down. He married his wife Jessica in college and worked hard to become a pediatric dentist despite all the odds against him. Back to Hayden. You can't be a victim. You know, I, that we see that a lot these days. And, you know, there's always an excuse that I can't do something or because of this or... You know, whether it's, you know, an injury or something that's gender-based or race-based or, you know, anything like that. You know, it's just you can do anything you put your mind to. You want to. I've raised I've raised the boys that way and push them, push them, push them. I don't try to be, but I think I'm probably a pretty good example of you can do whatever you want to do. Um, you know, I had people tell me, getting into dental school I mean I, I was at the time I you know I didn't know there was I know there was some concern with the admissions board about me being able to there were some questions in the interviews you know not real direct but I could kind of see that you know what they were about all right well how's this gonna how's this gonna work I mean how he can't use his feet. I mean, how's he going to do the wrist at, you know, the, the little pedal that controls everything? And that's something that I didn't, I never, I mean, I knew that was how it worked, but I I didn't think about it. I didn't care. I'm going to figure it out. You know, how's he going to keep his hands clean? And, you know, just things like that. But I, you know, it's not something I ever really thought about or used, you know, as a a roadblock. I just never even... It's just one of those things you, you know, I'm, I, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to do it, and I'll figure, we'll figure out how to make it work. You know, sometimes I'll go in the rooms, and, you know, they'll be surprised. And sometimes they'll even say something. I remember several times, you know, going, like, 
today I was in the operating room and I'll go I'll go into the room to talk to the parents, you know, before we, we go back. And a lot of times the grandmom will be there. Well the grandmama wasn't at the initial appointment. You know, I'll go busting up in there and you know, and it's Susie and you know, I'm talking to little Susie, you ready to get your teeth cleaned and brush and going through all the stuff. And I can see the grandmama just kinda almost a little confused. They're just surprised, you know, and they'll even, I've had even some of them ask, you know, I'll get to talking and, you know, she'll, you know, she'll say, this is your dentist. The older pop, I mean, they'll just ask you. I mean, they're, they're not embarrassed to, you know, ask a question and, um, you know, they're just a little surprised that, you know, and a lot of them think that it was that I was hurt after I went to dental school. It's a lot more shocking or surprising to them when, you know, I tell them, you know, I know I was hurt when I was 15 and, you know, and you still went to dental school? And like, yeah. I think that's a weird or strange observation that or reaction that people have that, you know, if you're disabled or there's just certain things you can't do or it's expected that, you know, you're not going to achieve real big things or, you know, after I was hurt, you know, obviously I've I was depressed about, you know, a lot of things, but depressed that I couldn't do a lot of the things that I used to love doing. And, you know, football and, you know, different sports and golf. And I still miss golf. You know, I, I get sad when we're down at the beach and, you know, the boys are, you know, they love playing golf. There are things like that that I do, you know, when I say I don't ever think about it or I don't, there are things like that that I do I don't know if they make me sad, but, well, maybe I do. Maybe I get sad that, you know, I wish I could do that with them. Now, you know, and Hayden's four, we're down at the beach. You know, I wish I could walk down the beach with her with with the waves splashing and collect seashells. That's a specific thought, I guess, I've had is going to the beach and, and not being able to play with her go out into the water and hold her up and, you know, like all the other dads are doing. And anything that I can't do, if I run into it, you know, I might get a little sad or I think about it. You know, because I say, you know, you know, if, I'm a, if I put my mind to it, you can, you can do anything. Well, there are limitations on that. Okay, I can't, I can't get up and, and run out into the water and, and hold my little girl up on the beach. There are things like that that I might get a little emotional about or kind of sad about, but there are things that I do miss or the or maybe I miss out on that I wish I could do, but I don't lose sleep over it. Kind of think about it, and but then I, I just move on. I do something different. Life is short, and I, I've gone through periods of my life after I got hurt where, you know, I was down about things. Um, not Maybe not my wheelchair, but you only got so much time here and you gotta, you gotta play with the hand you've been dealt. You just gotta pick yourself up and go. And that's what I've tried to do. And when I, I get, I get down or, you know, worried about something or stressed about something, you know, I just try to remember, you know, how blessed I feel like I am to be where I am. Catch myself a lot of times saying, Hayden, really? I mean, you're really you're worried about that? Look at how successful you've been. Look at how much, you know, God has blessed you and, and you're worried about not having enough or wanting to do more or do this, you know, so you just gotta, you just gotta live life. That's all I can say. Lately, in the last couple of months, I've had like this anxiety stuff, you know, and I, I've about, did I do enough? Have I done this right? Or golly, I should have done this in the past. And why did I sell this? And I guess I'm middle aged. I worry about, am I going to be able to keep going? Statistically, paraplegics, quadriplegics have a shorter lifespan, not significantly. But it's, you looked at statistics, you know, you just don't live as long. And the main reason for that is, you know, you just, you have something going on and you don't know. 
melanoma or something on your hip or, you know, or some kind of bladder cancer, something that you would, you know, you would have some pain or something from and you would, you know, you would go to your doctor about, I worry about that, you know, especially now I've got a little four-year-old and I still want to be around. For the most part, they're, they're irrational thoughts. It's things that you can't control. You know, it's things in the past that you, you did or you didn't do, things in the future that you cannot control. I mean, I can't control if I, you know, if I, I leave here and I get on the highway and I get hit by a Mack truck. You know, there's, you can't control that kind of stuff. So I think about that, like, why am I sitting here thinking about if I'm going to die at 62? I can do everything I can. I can go to the doctor every year or every six months and get a physical and do things earlier than most people say you should. So, you know, it's like a roller coaster for me. You know, I'm good. Like right now I'm talking about it and I'm good. And then I'll wake up at 2 a.m. having a panic attack. I'm working through it. I'm better. I'm good now. So it's just one of those, just another, another thing in life that's, happening, I guess. Do as much as you can, and then you just gotta give it to God and let it go. And then live. Life is too short. The story of Hayden Perkins, his wife Jessica, his beautiful kids. A life well lived in a beautiful small town that we broadcast from, Oxford, Mississippi. That family's story here on Our American Stories. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the campaign moment right now, wherever you're listening.
This is Our American Stories, and today we bring you the story of Tom Ryan. And Tom is a 95-year-old listener of our show in Los Angeles. Tom had an unusual upbringing. He grew up on Long Island, New York, living behind a funeral parlor run by his family. Here's Tom. I was there on Saturday morning when the sheriff arrived to talk to Grandma. It was the day after the big snowstorm. My folks were away, and I had stayed with Grandma overnight. At age 10, I was too young to stay home alone, but staying at Grandma's was not too cool either, because, you see, she ran a funeral home. Sometimes there were dead bodies only a few steps from the living room at the back of the house where we watched TV. It was hard to get too relaxed when I looked over at the dark doorway leading to the bodies. That Friday night, there was a very old lady being waked in one of the chapels, Mrs. Jackson, a friend of Grandma's who had died of cancer. The sheriff sat at the kitchen table with his notebook in front of him. He asked Grandma if anything unusual had happened the last night because they were searching for an escaped convict from a prison two towns away. He is a murderer and very dangerous, the sheriff said. They were setting up roadblocks to try to catch him. Grandma didn't answer directly, but said, we have a funeral going out this morning, old Mrs. Jackson. We had to put her in a closed casket because the cancer was so bad. Will the hearse and the limos be able to get to the cemetery, Grandma asked. Yes, the sheriff replied. The road is open to the cemetery. What about anything happening last night? Grandma gave me a stern look that he couldn't see and told him nothing had happened. It was real quiet, she said. I didn't say a word, but as soon as the sheriff left, I asked her what was going on. It wasn't like Grandma to lie. She just shook her head and started to cry. I thought back about last night and remembered that shortly before dark, Grandma kept looking out the side window on the driveway every few minutes since she was expecting a delivery of new caskets. Suddenly, there were yellow headlights shining on the snow outside the window, and a loud knocking came on the side door where the caskets were brought in. Fred, the driver, shouted, I have to hurry before I get snowed in. He had unloaded two caskets and started on another one. Wait, Grandma said, I only ordered two, not three. I have to leave this one too, Fred said. I'll never get to the funeral home in the next town, and I don't want the weight on my truck. Okay, Grandma said, if it helps you out. After he was gone, Grandma closed up tight. My folks were supposed to call to see how things were, but the phone wasn't working. The TV weatherman said the lines were down all over and roads were closed, so we were all by ourselves. After a while, I started to fall asleep, and Grandma helped me upstairs and put me into a soft feather bed. She left the door open a little so some light came in. I remember that I fell asleep but woke up later when I thought I heard voices downstairs. I had started to get out of bed, but it was so cold, I crawled back in. The next morning, I asked Grandma about it, but she said I must have dreamed it. Later in the morning, the men who worked for Grandma came in and then loaded the casket into the hearse. When my folks came to pick me up, I saw Grandma holding onto my father's arm and talking to him. I heard her say, I need your help. She took him into the office and closed the door. I thought I heard her crying. It was five years later when Grandma died that my folks told me the real story of what had happened that Friday night. It seemed that the voices I thought I had heard were those of Grandma and the escaped convict. The caskets that were delivered that night were made by prison labor. 
and the convict with the nickname of Rabbit had hidden in one of those empty caskets. When the delivery man had left, Rabbit had opened the inside latch and let himself out of the casket. He didn't know, however, that Grandma had fallen asleep in her big chair in the living room, and she woke up startled and scared to see him standing near the fireplace, holding a large knife he had taken from the embalming room. Threatening her to silence by holding the knife under her throat, he asked for car keys and money, but Grandma didn't have a car and didn't drive. When he realized that the storm had blocked the roads and there was no phone service, he asked Grandma when someone was coming with a car. She told him that there was one funeral schedule for the next morning if the roads were open and men coming with a hearse and limousine. When he saw some of my things on the couch and found out that I was upstairs, Grandma pleaded with him to let me sleep. She would help him get in the casket with Mrs. Jackson and be taken away in the hearse the next morning to the cemetery. He could then sneak out of the casket when it was left in the cemetery storeroom for a few minutes until the family arrived. Rabbit didn't like the idea at all, especially getting into the coffin with a dead lady. He decided that he had no other choice, but he made it very clear to Grandma that if she was fooling him and he was caught, he would escape again and kill not only her, but also all of her family. Grandma was terrified by this evil man. It was arranged that early on Saturday morning, Rabbit would get into the casket and then Grandma would close it and latch it shut. He was very hesitant, especially when he saw and smelled old Mrs. Jackson. But finally he climbed in, holding his nose and threatening Grandma with a painful death if things didn't work out. He also ordered Grandma to get him some hot coffee in a thermos so that he could drink it when it got cold in the casket and she did so just before closing the lid. The plan did work. When the man came and took the casket away and loaded it into the hearse, Grandma hadn't said anything about Rabbit being in the casket. After his private meeting with Grandma, my dad had immediately called the sheriff and arranged to stop in and see him. The police still hadn't found Rabbit, despite the roadblocks and searches of the nearby forests. They were mystified as to how he could have disappeared so completely. Sheriff, my dad said, as you know, this man was a murderer who would stop at nothing to escape. He told the sheriff how Rabbit had hidden in the casket at the prison and had ended up in Grandma's funeral home. He also explained how Rabbit had threatened Grandma and her family, so she was forced to help him escape in Mrs. Jackson's casket. What, said the sheriff? Why didn't she call me as soon as he was in the casket? I could have nabbed him right then and there. She was too scared, sheriff, but my dad continued a little smile playing around his lips and pride in his voice. She was also smart enough to have slipped a large amount of sleeping pills into the coffee she gave him to drink in the casket. The sheriff thought for a moment and said, wait, if Rabbit drank that coffee, heck, he might have been buried alive in the casket with Mrs. Jackson. The sheriff almost shouted as he got his phone out. We'll have to dig up the casket immediately. If we find him in the casket, I may have to take Grandma into custody. She could be in a lot of trouble. Wait, my dad said. Wait a minute, Sheriff, before you do anything. Wait? No, no, we can't lose any more time. That man may still be alive. If there was enough air in the casket, maybe he is. The Sheriff was now calling to his assistants as he rose from his chair. Get the car ready, ready to roll, and call the coroner. No, Sheriff, please listen, my father replied quietly. Sit down a minute. 
You see, there is no casket. No casket? The sheriff looked confused. Of course there is a casket. They had the funeral, and it was buried this morning. No, my father replied quietly. You see, Sheriff, Mrs. Jackson's last wishes were that she be cremated. My goodness, it does not get better than that, folks. Tom Ryan's story, his grandma's story, my goodness, poor rabbit's story, here on Our American Story. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 